welcome to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast, where we're encouraging you to step out to fulfill the calling and purpose God has placed upon your life with boldness. My name is Tiffany Hill, and today we're going to be talking about God's provision. You know that God provides for us, and we don't have to ever be worried or concerned about God providing for his children. So we're going to talk about this right after we finish praying. So let's go into prayer together really quickly. Father God, we thank you. We glorify you, Lord. We lift you up, Father God. We thank you for just being who you are, Lord. Lord, we love you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We praise you. We honor you. We worship you. Lord, allow your your word to come forth, Father God, and let it resound upon your people's hearts, Father God. And as for me, Father God, decrease me and increase you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So I'm coming out of 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 1 through 15. And I'm going to set up the context for you before we get into it. But I want us to really focus on Elijah, the prophet, and also the widow. So in the beginning of this chapter, it opens up by God sending his prophet Elijah on his very first assignment to King Ahab of Israel. Now, King Ahab of Israel, was the, he was a powerful king but he was wicked and he was evil, the most evil and wicked king of his time. And so God sent him to announce judgment because he had led the people of Israel into idolatry. And so they were believing in this false god by the name of Baal. And they they believed that Baal, Baal controlled the weather, they controlled their weather that produced their crops. And he also believed that this particular false god uh, produce fertility for them so as they were worshiping this false god and going crazy and doing all this crazy stuff god became upset he was angered over what they were doing and what god did was he handed their sin over to them and he allowed a famine to take place now the famine that was in the land cut off their water supply and it also cut off their food supply for three and a half years so they're without food, and it's a gradual process that for years and years they're going to go without food. Their supply of food is food is running out. If we can imagine how that feels for us to run out of a supply of anything that we have, so they depending on they they depending on this rain to produce their crops, and they they believe that this false god did it, and so this was called idolatry. Idolatry is anything that replaces the one true God. And what the what Israel was doing was they were putting and believing in this false God, believing that this false God had, was their provider. So as Christians, we have to know, we have to know that God is our provider. He's our source and he is our sustainer. So we can't we can't look to our jobs. We can't look to look to our own human abilities to think that that's what provides for us or our materialistic things thinking that's that's what provides for us when god is our provider we don't look to anything else as our source it all comes from god as gifts and talents and resources that he gives to us so that we can all advance the kingdom of god so we put god first place in our life i was i was listening to an interview the other day and kirk franklin was being interviewed And I just felt like I needed to share this with you. I thought it was really good. But as he was being interviewed, he said, whatever you go to or whoever you go to first is your God. 
And I was like, wow, that, that was really good. We have to think like that. We have to know that if we're not going to God first, then who are we going to? What are we replacing God with? Who are we replacing God with? I think I think we should ponder on that question. Is it, are you replacing God with anybody in your life? Who comes first? Is it your children come first? Your spouse comes before God? Who comes before God in your life? And if we identify that that's, a, that's what's going on in our lives, we need to repent for that. I mean, I remember I was at, um, at a job a while back. I think I was early on out of college, and I didn't have a relationship with God at that time. And what I did was I was thinking that it was okay for me to be cool with people or friends with people that were higher man- in higher management positions so that I could get a promotion. I thought that the if I was cool with these people, I can get a promotion. And what I was doing is I was replacing God. I was believing that the this job or these people were going to get me somewhere. I believed that they could do something that God couldn't do. So I had to repent for that. I had to come to God and repent for what I had done. So we have to sit back and we have to think and ponder like, Lord, you know, I, I repent if I have not put you before anything. I repent if I haven't put you first place in my life. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, this scripture is a promise that God makes to us. It's a promise that God, he keeps his word. He's a faithful God. And this particular scripture promises us that if we keep God first, everything else will be added to us. But it is not about us. It's all about him. See, we, we, we deny ourselves. We put God first. We deny our own feelings or how we feel about certain things. We put God agenda first. We put him as first priority in our life. And that means that he is our dominant concern, our dominant concern. We live for him. We live for God. And we don't want to ever be in a position where we don't feel like God is first place in our lives. We have to put God first. And he said everything else will be added to us. It's not in our material things that we like and enjoy. It's not in any of that. God is our source. He's our sustainer. He's our provider. And we have to know that as Christians. God loves us and he wants us to trust in him and believe that that he is our provider. And he wants us to depend on him for our resources, depend on him for the things that we need, depend on him as our provider. We don't look to man or the things as our provider. We look to God as our provider. Let me share with you how God provided for the prophet Elijah. So we look down in verses 2 through 7. We see that God told Elijah, and it was a famine going on in the land. And he tells Elijah, you know, I'm going to send you to this foreign land that no one knows about but me. And I'm sending you there because I need to protect you, first of all, because Ahab is after you, because you've already said this to him, what I told you to tell him. And I'm going to send you to this place also so that I can be able to provide for you. He sent it to a place called, he told him to go to the brook Cherith. And the brook Cherith, that word Cherith means a cutoff place. So it was like a cutoff stream that he was able to go to to receive water from. And he was able to be fed. But God ended up sending some raven birds to feed him. So God commanded these raven birds to feed Elijah in a place where he didn't have any resources, 
He didn't have, he couldn't depend on anybody but God. He put him in a place where he could depend on nobody but God. And God commanded these raven birds to feed him breakfast and dinner every day. God could tell you to go to a foreign land, a place you've never been to before. In your life, you've never been to this foreign land. And you're thinking like, well, Lord, why do you have me here? Why? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm nervous to go. And God is saying, I need you to go there because your miracle is going to be there. See, if you don't move out of the spot that you're in and go where God tell you to go, your provision is, your provision is waiting on you where you're going. It's not in the place where you are now. It's where he told you to go. Elijah put God first and he hearkened to the voice of the Lord and went where he, God told him to go. Now, if Elijah wouldn't have never went there, he wouldn't never had provision. He would have been in a place where he was, he was scuffling for food, trying to find food. He would have been suffering in the famine. But see, God, by him putting God first and hearkening to the voice of the Lord, he was able to survive and to live off of what God provided for him. See, God says he, we don't have to worry about our provision. God will make a way out of no way. He, he, he sent a blessing of a raven to feed him. God can send a blessing of a raven to feed you, to provide to you, to give you the resources you need in whatever area of profession that he has you in. He can send that to you, those resources that you need to be able to make it work. So we don't have to be worried or concerned about God not being able to provide for us where we are. Now, after a while that Elijah was there, the brook ended up drying up. This river ended up drying up. If you can imagine Elijah going to this river, this stream every day, and all of a sudden he began to see that this stream is drying up slowly as time time is progressing. and and as time is progressing, he begins to see that it's 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 slowing up, it's it's drying out. So what whatever is drying up in your life, whatever brook appears to be drying up in your life, your brook may be your job. The dried up brook may be your resources, the dried up brook may be your relationships, your dried up brook may be your finances. But just because it appears to be drying up don't mean that God can't make a way out of no way. See, he didn't panic when the brook began drying up. Why didn't he panic? Why did not why didn't Elijah not panic when the brook began to dry up? See, Elijah was in a place, God put him in a place where he had to trust and depend on him. When we have a close relationship with God and when we're connected with God, we can rest assured and we know he's training us to know that you can trust me and you can believe in me because I got you. He trained Elijah to depend on him in that place. And he showed Elijah by commanding those raven birds to feed him. And he put him in a secluded place, but only he knew where he was. So he didn't begin to panic when his brook dried up. He just trusted God and hearkened to the voice of the Lord again as he told him to go visit this widow woman. He said, go to this widow woman. Since the brook is dried up, I need you to go to this widow woman who has, who is affected by the famine. She only has one son. So he went down to the, the widow woman and he says to the widow woman exactly what God told him to say. He said, if you, this widow woman said, I don't have anything. I only have a handful of flour and a corner of a cooking oil to cook this piece of bread. So Elijah said, if you give me the piece of bread first, God is going to provide for your whole household. So this, this widow woman, she gave out of her lack. She honored God first. She honored God first and gave out of her lack. And God ended up sending her a miracle and provided for her whole household. See, God can provide, put a miracle in your household. 
if we just hearken to the voice of the Lord and put God first, we don't have to be in fear. We don't have to be worried about what it looks like. We know that God can make a way. God can provide. I believe that it's people listening here to, on here today that you're giving to God out of your lack. And God is going to bless you. I declare that he's going to bless you in your household. He's going to provide a miracle for your household. You just got to keep believing in God and keep having faith in God and know that he got us in whatever situation that you're facing. But the good thing about this all is when God blesses you, when God gives to you, when you come out of this situation, when you come out of this season in your life, when God gives to you, what we have to do is be a blessing to somebody else. I've never done this on this podcast, but I've been hearing this song in my spirit. And I believe it's not only for me, but it's for somebody who's listening. That God wants you to be a blessing when he blesses you. We are not only designed and created to hold what God has for us and what God has blessed us with to ourselves. We are created to be a blessing to other people. When God gives us something, he gives us gifts. When he gives us anything, we are to bless other people with what we have, what he's blessed us with. So when God blesses you, when he gives to you, don't hold on to it. Don't be standing to it. Give to somebody else. Bless somebody with your voice. Bless somebody with your skill and your talent. Bless somebody with your with, with giving. So I'm going to play this song for you as we listen to this song. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to close us out. Because I believe this is for someone. If it's, if it's, for, it's for someone who's listening. And I, I thank God for you for even coming today. And God is showing me a certain lady who's sitting on her porch. And I see you sitting on your porch and you have on a purple dress. You're sitting on your porch and your purse is in, the, in your lap. I see you and God sees you. God is showing me a picture of you right now. And I'm able to see you listening to this message. So I want to pray for this person who's listening right now. Father God, I thank you right now for sending this person to this podcast on the day to hear your word. Lord, whatever lack that she's in, Father God, whatever she needs right now, Father God, we ask that you provide it for her right now, Father God. Lord, I ask that you have your way in her life, Father God. Lord, do your will in her life, Father God. Let her know who you are. Show her, show up in her life, Father God. Lord, have your way, Father God. Lord, she knows who you are. She believes in you, Father God. Whatever she stands in need of, Father God, I ask that you send it to her right now in Jesus' name. Lord, cover her right now, Father God, with your protection. Send your angels to encamp all around her, Father God. Protect her out throughout the night, Father God, as she sleeps. Lord, give her a supernatural peace, Father God. A peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. Lord, wrap your heart, wrap your love around her, Father God. She needs your love, Father God. She needs you to show her that you love her, Father God. Lord, be there for her family, Father God. Whatever she stands in need of, Father God, I just ask that you bless her, Lord, and keep her. Keep her in Jesus' name. We thank you right now in Jesus' name. Because I use our lives to bless others. It makes the world a better place. So I reached out to some of my friends that I know have blessed the world.
All right, you guys, I pray that this word blessed you on today. Don't stop chasing after God. Continue to pray. Continue to stay connected to God, and he will make a way of provision for you. I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more. Go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.